Welcome to West Virginia Beer Roads, a podcast all about beer from a West Virginia perspective. I'm Erin McCoy, here with my podcast partner, Charles Bakwe. Today's episode of West Virginia Beer Roads focuses on one of the most important topics in our society today, and that is racial justice. Much of the brewing industry's response in this area has been focused around a collaboration beer project called Black is Beautiful. It was initiated by a small black-owned brewery in San Antonio, Texas called Weathered Souls Brewing. By late July, over 1,000 breweries in all 50 states and many countries had signed on to brew this collaboration stout. Closer to home, two of those collaborators are Weathered Ground Brewery in Cool Ridge and The Peddler in Huntington. We have folks from both of these breweries on today's program to talk about why they got involved and to tell you about their Black is Beautiful beer. First up, Aaron and Sam Fonda at Weathered Ground Brewery. Welcome to West Virginia Beer Roads, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Okay, Sam, our first question is, how did you first get interested in brewing the Black is Beautiful collaboration beer? I was, uh, you know, scrolling Facebook like a lot of people are doing during uh, during COVID times. And uh, my old boss from Triple C Brewing Company, Chris Harker, uh, shared shared the project when he saw it and said that they were going to do it. And that's when we started doing research on the on the project. And Sam, did you know much about Weathered Souls Brewing in San Antonio and its founder, Marcus Baskerville, before you decided to get involved in the project? Uh, I, I had heard about them. Uh, it's kind of a funny story. Whenever we were sort of building out here, uh, a friend of mine from Charlotte uh, was kind of joking with me and he was like, I hate to tell you, but there's another Weathered Brewery out there. <laughs> uh, and so that was kind of like uh, the first time I heard of them. Uh, but not much after that. Yeah, you know, uh, luckily, they're a dynamic, good brewery. I met those guys uh, and Marcus up in uh, Pittsburgh last summer at the uh, Fresh Fest, you know, the Black Beer Festival. And uh, he was a very impressive guy, and uh, his beers were outstanding there. And it just didn't kind of surprise me, you know, when I saw that this project come up, the Black is Beautiful project, that he was behind it. Uh, he's a dynamic uh, young man. What do you hope this beer will accomplish here in our local West Virginia markets? So for everyone kind of listening that um, maybe might not be familiar, um, the initiative is just, you know, a creative kind of collaborative effort between all the breweries um, across the country. And like Charles said earlier, actually, um, you know, 19 countries are involved as well. So, um, but their encouragement is that with each brewery coming you know forward to do this is that they're they're choosing the local kind of area that is affected and and what they want to do with it so we started looking into different things I know some people are supporting the innocence project um, on this um, I know some people are supporting you know like more like very localized chapters um, of different organizations and we actually when we started to research who we wanted to give the donations to because 100 percent of the proceeds go to the organization of your choice um through the research i did i really couldn't find a ton of organizations in um southern west virginia or really in the state of west virginia 
um, besides West Virginia, you know, NA and AACP um, and the local chapters for each one of, you know, for each one of those. Um, you know, this whole project is to really try to raise awareness just for the injustices of people of color that they that they face daily. So that's kind of our hopes is that we can just bring awareness and and I hope to learn more and, and find out more about the local organizations that help um, here because really if you look on the internet or try to research at all, it, it's hard to find. Well, now let's talk about the beer for a minute, if we could. Um, when Marcus designed the original recipe, I read that he said it was to be a moderately high ABV stout, really pretty straightforward imperial stout. And uh, he kind of encouraged breweries to uh, feel free to add their own twist or ideas to the beer. I'm just curious, uh, guys, uh, how did you add your twist or did you add a twist to the original recipe? Yeah, you're you're right. Like this, like this sort of worldwide collaboration, like um, Sierra Nevada had with the Resilience. They sort of put a recipe out there that they hoped that uh, everybody could have those ingredients or similar ingredients, which we did. And ours is not exactly like theirs. Everybody has their their uh, their own supplier of ingredients and stuff like that. Um, but we threw together a pretty similar recipe and we're sort of sticking to it. There's no adjuncts, you know, um, I had a little bit of, uh, cacao nibs on hand, but, uh, I really just wanted to, to do this straightforward beer and, uh, and it's, it's their beer and their recipe and sort of, uh, abide by it. I know other breweries are doing different spinoffs, but ours is pretty straightforward. So did you stick with the recommended Cascade hops? That's the sole hop? Yeah, wow. And uh, they, in the re original recipe, they added some dextrose, uh, which made it made me think maybe that beer was intended to be just a little bit on the sweet side. I, what do you think on that, and how, how, how is that? And did you use that dextrose? We, uh, so they added malto, uh, maltodextrin, which is like sort of like a substitute for lactose, because a lot of people are obviously lactose intolerant and that sugar will actually is actually used as a great, uh, artificial sweetener for like stuff as a substitute for lactose. Uh, we did not have any on hand when it came time to make the beer. So we did not use that. I will say that we added extra oats and a good bit of oats. So, uh, I guess I, we could sort of promote this as a oatmeal stout because there's so much oats in it. So, Sam, I'm guessing the beer is going into distribution. Can you address that a little bit? We are going to handle this the same way we've handled all of our cans. Um, I don't know if any draft will be in distribution. We'll have it on draft in the tap room, but I think that we're, uh, we ordered labels, and so I think we're going to can almost all of it and then have uh, a good bit on draft. Most likely, though, for some of these beers that are more specialized, there'll be limitations um, per account. Um, we already kind of struggle with that, just with the smaller brew system that we have and the amount that we put out into the market. So there'll probably be some type of, you know, limit or cap on how, how many cases can go to each account, just so that whomever wants to participate in this can do so. We always we always try to make sure that uh, that everybody gets to have some of it. And so... It's kind of a difficult thing to manage when somebody wants a lot of it. And so we, uh, we try to spread the love and make sure that we, we try, to get, uh, try to get some to everybody that wants it. Well, really, uh, guys, we appreciate you 
doing this beer, you working on this collaboration in West Virginia. It's uh, very important to Brilliant Stream and our folks here, and it's good to see that uh, we have breweries participating in this national effort. Black is beautiful. Going to be looking for it. And uh, again, thank you guys for uh, coming on today and talking about the Black is Beautiful beer. Problem. We're, we're very happy to do it. Yeah, of course. Thanks, guys. Okay, that was Aaron and Sam Fonda from Weatherground Brewery. Their version of the Black is Beautiful Stout was officially released on July 29th. Look for it in distribution in four packs of 16-ounce cans. And as they said, there might be a little draft, but only at the brewery. So, Aaron, let's uh, get our second brewery crew on now. We moved from a rural brewery in southern West Virginia to an urban brewery in the Ohio Valley. Drew and Megan Hetzer opened the Peddler at its new Huntington location in 2016. It was what I'd call an upscale burger restaurant. Then in 2017, they got their brewery license and they've progressed from strictly a brew pub to beginning to distribute their beer in the local region. And Aaron, in my eyes, uh, head brewer Jay Fox there has shown a tremendous talent in managing all the popular styles. So we are pleased to have you with us now from Huntington, Drew Hetzer and Jay Fox. Guys, welcome to West Virginia Beer Roads. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Well, the U.S. Census data shows that Huntington has one of the largest minority populations of any area in West Virginia. So I'm wondering how that might have played into your decision to participate in the Black is Beautiful collaboration. Yeah, I'm fr- I'm from Huntington. Uh, went to Huntington High, grew up here my whole life. Uh, and one thing that really hit close to home with uh, with me is is just being around that type of diversity growing up. Um, and and understanding that, you know, there is an issue that needs to be addressed and, and the fact that we're able to contribute and to helping towards that um, with this opportunity is, uh, is definitely we're going to take advantage of it. How do you see your Black is Beautiful beer helping address the issues of racial justice in your local market? Um, what well, brings uh, hopefully unity within our local uh, community um, and also more positive views on this uh, this change of views and, and movement that we're trying to that everyone's trying to do around the whole country. Um, well, not everyone, but also Huntington, hopefully leading by example for larger communities and cities uh, in a positive way. Um, to where you know we've had we had a peaceful protest in Huntington where local law enforcement was involved, Mayor Steve Williams Williams was involved, and it was really great to see that everyone coming together uh, to bring more attention to the, the issue of systematic racism. Um, and, you know, th- I think this is a good way to raise money for the cause, to donate uh, locally, and we have the community support us, so it feels really good to be able to give back to the community as well. Um, well, mentioning uh, the donations in your local community, which organization uh, will receive the sale proceeds or have you made that decision yet? We did. Uh, we're going to send all the proceeds to uh, the Fairfield Community Development Corporation. Um, they work with, you know, the, the black community to, you know, foster affordable housing, economic development, career training, uh, encouraging healthy lifestyles and, you know, other similar goals uh, for disadvantaged uh, community members. That's wonderful. Um, Are you planning any special releases uh, or special activities related to the release itself? 
We haven't really discussed that just yet, but uh, I think we'll, we'll we'll come up with something cool. Yeah, we're going to have some different stuff. Uh, we were kind of getting ready to start planning that, uh, especially during the brewing process or after we brew, right after we brew the beer before we release it. Um, try to come up with a way to really market it. Um, you know, bring more awareness and, uh, and try to sell it to raise as much money as we possibly can, um, to donate. And okay. we're going to make at least 5,000. Yeah. That's our goal is, uh, a little over 5,000 at least north, um, north of 5,000. So that, yeah. that's, that's our minimum. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, I know, and it, as you just said, you, we're speaking of brewing and I know you haven't brewed it uh, just yet, but you're. Uh, brewing your black is beautiful is on your brewing schedule correct it is august 4th august 4th and you you've discussed the amount how are you planning on packaging it uh well you know we're not doing any canning right now uh, hopefully we'll uh, get on that train here uh in the future soon but uh wink wink drew i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> so it'll be draft uh, for now yeah, draft only, and uh, we will be putting it, you know, uh, in the market. So, um, Well, keeping on that schedule, you said August 4th is when you're going to be brewing it. When can we expect to see the beer uh, available? Well, you can't rush a good thing, so <laughs> probably early, early September, I would say. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how, it, how it's uh, progressing at that time, and uh, we'll definitely get it in the market as soon as we can. Great. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, now let's talk about what we can expect from your version of the Black is Beautiful Stout uh, when it does come out in September. Uh, many breweries I know are tweaking the recipe and they're doing all kinds of little twists and turns to make a unique brew and put their signature on it. So what's your secret sauce going to be? Well, like we're, we've been hashing it out. We're going to finalize it this weekend. Uh, you know, there's so much going on in that, uh, you know, in that big stout. So, uh, Lots of different flavors, lots of different layers. So uh, it's going to have to be something fairly strong to to stand out. So um, we're we're talking about it, uh, you know, and we're doing some sours this week. So we've had a lot of time to stand around and discuss. So um, it's just going to have to be a secret, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we can wait till, wait a few more weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the the base recipe looks really good and uh, you know i think a lot of breweries are, are not doing anything with it uh and you know it looks looks like it's gonna uh, be a good yeah one. that's true i mean there's certainly i said a lot of, of them are tweaking it but then there are a lot that are just pretty much going straight uh, uh sam fonda told us at weather ground that he was hadn't didn't change it a lot then i got into it and he says oh well i didn't do this and i did add oats you know i had a lot of oats so <laughs> apparently you know they weren't in the original recipe so he says yeah i guess you could call it an oatmeal stout you know it's it <laughs> so it, it, it it'll it will be interested to see what you guys do yeah well you know you give 20 brewers a, the same recipe you're going to get 20 different beers right you know, everyone's got different techniques and right so i'm sure uh, ours will be different than weather grounds hopefully be as delicious as theirs. Yeah. Well, I think that covers the black is beautiful beer pretty well. And I know it sounds like something that I'm definitely going to enjoy. So um, Jay or Drew, what other things are coming up at the peddler in the next few weeks that our listeners might be interested in? Are there any new beers on the schedule? Oh, all of our accounts are asking for sours. My goodness, like sour, sour, sour. So uh, we did a couple sours this week. We're going to do a tangerine grapefruit sour. Um, revisiting a couple 
every way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, and then week after next, we'll probably do some more new ones. So uh, yeah. stay tuned. I don't know if you guys got to try the uh, the Brondo series or not, but uh, those were pretty fun. I got fun. to try the Greek. I loved it. Okay, yeah, cool. That one went over really well. We, we have a little secret uh, one we might uh, release here shortly. So oh, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> we're, having, we're also having a lot of fun with the uh, with the branding and the marketability of each of the new beers as well. Um, so it's we're having a lot of fun with what we're doing right now, especially uh, during these tougher times with uh, with COVID going on. Yeah, I, I guess that has impacted your uh, distribution uh, success due to the fact that uh, you know the draft accounts, at least for a good while, there weren't any draft accounts hardly, and then and even today, it's I imagine a lot lower volume but well i'm not sure is it i mean how has that affected you guys actually june was uh really good for us uh on outside accounts you know mm -hmm. i mean obviously 50 percent capacity in the brewery uh you know is affecting everyone but uh yeah our, our outside sales uh were, were really up last last month distribution definitely helping uh the margins balance out during during this time especially being little bit less than 50 percent capacity due to social distancing restrictions yeah yeah i hear you and that and drew you you know certainly made a good choice you've got jay working in there and making all those good beers i swear everything we try down there is is, a, is well made and i can see why you know that. people want them out in the market uh, i think that's going to continue to grow yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. We didn't get to give Ollie, uh, Oliver Bailey a shout out to our assistant brewer. He's he's doing some deliveries right now, so he wasn't able to join us for the for the podcast. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we'll just give uh, Oliver Bailey a shout out too. All right, Oliver, yeah. way to go. He does a great job. Oh yeah, we got our Oktoberfest coming uh, shortly. Uh, I think we're behind the gun, like you know, some of the big breweries are already. Yeah, they're in the market, yeah. Oktoberfest in July, so uh, we got that coming. Got your pumpkin and, uh, beer out yet? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Almost that time of year. But anyway, oh. Oktoberfest is coming. That's a a, stri a real lager too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm ready for some cooler temperatures. So. I think we all are. Yeah. Hey, well, I want to thank you guys for coming on today, West Virginia Beer Roads with us, and especially for joining in in the, the Black is Beautiful collaboration effort. I appreciate that, and uh, appreciate you guys taking the time today. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for talking to us. Yeah, thank you so much. This brings us to the close of another podcast. Remember, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast host. Thank you for listening to West Virginia Beer Roads. West Virginia Beer Roads is a production of BrilliantStream.com.